Hey, what's going on, guys? This is your boy, Servant, and I am proud to be a sponsor of the 520 Collective Podcast. You know, these guys have been helping me out for a while. Eric's a great dude, and I love everything that they do over there. Um, while you're at it, go ahead and check out my single, Slide. Brand new. Uh, just came out last week. You can find it on all digital outlets. Just search S-R-R-V-A-N-T. That's S-R-R-V-A-N-T. You can find me on all of uh, social media. It's, again, S-R-R-V-A-N-T, S-R-R-V-A-N-T. And if you enjoy all that, you like checking out the social media feed, hit me up on my website. It's servantmusic.com. That's S-R-R-V-A-N-T music.com. You can do some bookings, see my music, even see blog posts, stuff like that. And of course, get some merch. <laughs> Alright, well enjoy the episode guys. Let me know what you think of the track. Have a good one. Let's go get Let's go 520 Collective, where music meets ministry and the indie artists take center stage. Take a ride through my old town, old me, old Sean. Might need boats, cry oceans. Here, float down my old child. Feel so broke, no hope around here. Been trying to cope since like 01. Better slow down for your coastline, you might ocean. What's up? Welcome to the 520 Collective Podcast. Right here on the Track Stars Podcast Network. That's right, we are in the field, and this is where music meets ministry and the indie artist takes center stage. It's Eric Boston. I'm right here with Nate Shelton, as always. What's good, man? Hey, how's it going? Are, you, are we surviving our little uh, lockdown quarantine here? Man, you know, we're doing the best we can. I, I just tell everyone, hey, you know, we're, we're just trying to make the most out of every day, you know? Um, you know, it's it's an adjustment. Uh, there's a lot of you know, very just unexpected things. You know, that's taking place. You know, in a very very short amount of time. So you know, the the routine the routine's not quite there. Um, trying to make sure being productive, but overall, you know, just making the most out of the situation. How about you guys? Yeah, just taking it day by day. Every day seems a little bit different, but. We're hanging in there. Some days are better than others. I'm sure everybody else probably feels the same way. For sure, for sure. Well, Nate, this episode of the 520 Podcast is being brought to us by 520 Radio. That is hosted by our guy DJ Barcode. Make sure y'all tune in. It is your new home for independent Christian hip-hop. You can check out 520 Radio online at radio.520collective.com or download the His Hop Radio app where you can stream 520 Radio 24-7. Check out the great um, music around NDCHH and then a lot of really great podcasts and shows that have to do with the culture. Uh, man, it's, you know, our show's obviously on there Wednesdays at 520 Eastern Time. Uh, but you also got Track Stars, you got Meets Real, um, the Weekend Radio Show. Lots of great, great uh, programming that our guy DJ Barcode has put together. So check it out, 520 Radio. Follow it on Twitter at 520 Radio. And then a big shout-out, uh, you guys heard it at the beginning of the show, uh, but big shout-out to our guy Servant, who released his new single, Slide. It is available across digital outlets, so make sure you go and support that, stream it, download it, all that good stuff. Uh, man, Nate, what's, what's been going on for you, man, since you've been kind of inside? I know you're working from home, but, I mean, maybe an opportunity to check out a little extra uh, yeah, music and stuff this it, past month. I don't know. I, I'm not gonna uh, try and pretend, but there was a period after with all the adjustments, everything going on. Music was kind of on the back burner for a little while. Um, had some personal stuff going on at home, so that pushed it back a little bit too. But getting back in the routine, getting that music, uh, keeping up to date with everybody, checking in on um, what everybody's releasing and all the new music coming out. So yeah, keeping that playlist updated. At the most, at the least right now, that's uh, been my priority. So check out the playlist, follow the sauce on Spotify. All your favorite artists, indie artists are on there. So give that a follow. 
no doubt no doubt so if you guys want to get linked up with the sauce and the other great 520 playlists go to 520collective.com that's www.520collective.com make sure you subscribe get the latest content that gets put out on the site delivered right to your inbox um but yeah you can check out the the links for the different uh playlists and obviously you know check out the music that we're posting uh throughout the week um and then, you know, just keep up with us through social media as well. We are on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. All those are at 520CHH. That is at 520 spelled out CHH. Uh, you can also connect with me on Twitter at Eric Boston and the number three. Nate, where are they going to hit you up at, man? You can find me at I am underscore Nate Dog on Twitter. That's where all the music is, uh, news is going on. Keep me, keep following me there. And get the latest on the indie music is seen in CHH. That's what's up. So a couple of uh, of, of cool things that's happened uh, over the last month, Nate, that I want to hit on. One, uh, big shout out to Mache and the team at Kingdom Crunked Radio. They have added 520 Collective. We are going to be uh, featured on Kingdom Crunked, the 520 Collective podcast. Uh, I don't think she started playing it quite yet, but it's coming. So as soon as we know... Uh, our time slot and everything. We'll make sure to spread that out, but we are definitely coming to Kingdom Crunked Radio. So excited to have that. Uh, like I said, shout out to Mache for making that happen. And then we're also going to start doing some pretty cool things, Nate. I mean, if people have been checking out the website, they know that we've done written interviews with artists in the past. Um, we're kind of doing some audio interviews now that we're going to start dropping and it's pretty cool, Nate. I, I think that it's going to come across really well. You know, this past week we started doing those with a handful of artists. And hopefully we will be dropping the first uh, artist interview soon. Um, so basically, if you want to get to know some of the different faces of independent CHH, you want to check out this Honest Talk audio interview series. It's really an opportunity to get a quick little glimpse at, at the artist get to know them a little bit check out some of their music and the best way to do that is to follow our 520 collective anchor account that is on anchor.fm slash 520 collective uh subscribe to anchor uh subscribe subscribe to our channel so that as we drop those interviews you're able to take a listen to them i'm excited about it nate i don't know about you uh it's, it's been something that's been kind of swirling around in in the um the old noggin for a little bit yeah you know we we have talked about it off and on different ideas to connect with the artists out there and you know one thing about the uh, situation the country's going through right now created the perfect time to kind of do this you know pretty much most of us don't have a whole lot else going on right now besides maybe working but so you know artists definitely want to get out there and share what they've got on their heart so this is going to be an exciting thing. I'm looking forward to hearing that first uh, interview. Definitely, definitely. So make sure you guys check it out. Like I said, go to our Anchor page, anchor.fm slash 520-collective, and make sure you follow us on there so you get the interviews right as they're dropping. So, Nate, I mean, one cool thing that we've been doing since we started Season 2 of the podcast is we've been kind of taking some of the things that we've been reading and, and really just kind of progressing through in our devotionals and and chatting about those a little more at length um i know that you had some things that you'd been jotting down taking some notes on during this past month that we said hey that would be a good uh conversation to have so why don't we jump into that man what what do you got what what has been uh kind of tugging at at your heart that you want to discuss you know it, this uh series we've been going through uh with the devotional this last uh, couple weeks, there was a point one day where it spoke about G meeting uh, Jesus meeting you where you're at and really, you know, being able to connect with him, really s find what he's putting on your heart. And it just really kind of spoke to me with our, the like I said, this current situation we're going on, you have a lot more, at least for me personally, a lot more time to just sit in solitude. I, I know I've been in uh, my Bible a lot more the last few weeks, just trying to find some peace with the uncertainty going on and really has created an opportunity for me to see 
what he really has uh, something to put on my heart that I feel people need to hear and just, you know, connecting and telling people what uh, Jesus has been speaking to me. Yeah, man. So, so what, what has he been impressing on you? Like what, what is, um, you know, just really kind of stood out. What do you feel like he's teaching you through those moments? Uh, just feel, for me personally, uh, rely, being fully reliant on him and not worrying about the future. Cause obviously for 90, for all of us, this is all out of our control and, um, just not whatever we do or say is not going to change our current situation. And for me, being able to fully trust him to get us through all of this and not worry about our future. Cause I, I mean, you look at what it says in the gospel where the, he takes care of the birds and the flowers and why should we be concerned about what we're going to eat? What's good, what the next day has in store and that's just been really the last couple of weeks has been heavy on my heart with uh, being kind of being stuck at home, wondering when when the the end will be in in sight. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And you know, Nate, whenever you kind of threw this out here to me, and you were like, "Hey, yo, this is kind of what you know is standing out to me. This is what I've been thinking about lately." One thing that hit me was you 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 know you talked about. Jesus knows where to meet us. Um, and you kind of pose that question of how are we meeting Jesus during this time? And, you know, it got me thinking about how you, you hear people say that, right? Like, man, I'm, I'm searching for God right now, or I'm, I'm seeking, I'm seeking to get closer to God. Um, and it, it really just had me thinking like, dude, uh, there, there, there was this song from several years ago. And part of the lyrics was, I don't want to know where you'll meet me because I'm not there. All right. And I started putting that, those lyrics together with what you were saying. And it really struck me like, man, we should never, ever say that I'm, I'm seeking out God because dude, God is right there. You don't, you don't have to look for him. He's not somewhere hiding. He's not like, Hey, uh, I'm going to be in this city but you got to find out where I'm at or, or whatever, you know, he, he's literally right there eager to, um, to spend that time with us. Right. Um, eager for that fellowship and that relationship, uh, on a consistent every day, every minute basis. And and that was something that really just hit me is like, we got to stop acting like, um, you know, God is something that we've lost and we've got to go find him, you know, He's like, nah, nah, fam, I'm, I'm right here. Let's do this thing. Cause really, I feel like when we're saying, uh, you know, man, I, I, I want to meet him or, or, you know, you know, God meet me where I am. Uh, we're really kind of doing a disservice there in, in my opinion. You know, it, it's, it, it's like, he's not making this difficult. In fact, the one thing that we've, uh, that we're learning, you know, with this, you know, we're recording on Easter weekend right now. And like, man, you know, he, he took care of the hard stuff. It's all easy from this point, you know? Exactly. And kind of to piggyback off of that, where God is waiting for us and we don't have to meet him anywhere. This whole period where everything is just basically stopped and slowed down. There are no excuses. If you're a Christian, really, where you should not be, should not have some time carved out where you're just, you know, spending time in the Bible, trying not, trying to learn more and should be connect, be able to connect with God so much easier now. You don't have all these outside influences pulling at you, demanding your time. This is the perfect time as a Christian to really be able to grow closer to God and not have excuses to why, why you aren't making that time for him. Yeah. I think this, this particular time in human history, you know, it's opportunity for us to really look at ourselves and, and look at our relationship, right. And say, okay, let's, let's be a hundred percent real. Let's be a hundred percent transparent about it. Have I always 
really had that relationship with God. I mean, you know, so so many people are upset about maybe not being able to attend church right now or whatever the case may be, but it's like, okay, that shouldn't just because I can't go to this building shouldn't impact that relationship that I have. If, if it does, if I, if, if all of a sudden I'm struggling here in this relationship, maybe I didn't, didn't have the relationship in the first place. Maybe I had a cool social gathering that was God themed. If that makes exactly. sense. Um, yeah. You, you really need to evaluate your, your faith and I guess belief. If not being in a building with, and don't get me wrong. Being with other Christians is the backbone of the faith you know, building community, but if the four walls are what keeps your faith, quote unquote, strong, then you probably need to really look at yourself and kind of see where your relationship with with uh, God is. If that's where you're basing your your uh, faith at, yeah, yeah, and you know, obviously, uncertain times. Um, there, and rightfully so there's people that are nervous. There might be some people that are scared, but yeah, I I look at the song that we're about to listen to Nate and, um, it talks about how we are, are, are bathed. We're, we're put into this holy water, right? Um, it's a layer of protection for us and, I, I, I be, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. I am excited that this happens to be the song that we are featuring this month, um, because it fits really well with kind of what is going on in the world right now, and it, you know, it gives us a reason to stop and think and, and feel confident. I believe it is the ultimate uh, thing to take away with from this. Um, I, I want to check it out, Nate. Are, are you are you cool if we go ahead and we take a listen to the song? Let's let's dive. No, no pun intended, but let's dive into this song. All right, cool, cool, cool. So, guys, we are going to check out this song right now. Uh, it is off of the new project Twenty Seconds by our guy BRM from uh, Rapture Ready Productions North. He teamed up with Brody Da Vinci to put out that project and this song is holy water and it features god over money's own jared sanders so let's check it out big drip homie holy water flowing from me ain't get ugly if you putting him below the money i went to battle with the lamb now it's getting bloody now we about to Was in the mud till he covered me in holy water At the well took a sip of that holy water All my sins were washed away in that holy water They ain't never gonna get me out that holy water New drip dog, I don't need a wash Blood rinse, gonna be hard to get it off Clear to you, buddy, gon' see the red When he coming by the crib and he gotta pick me up Big six, finna take me out the skybox Only one eye matter like a cyclops I am, when they put me in the pine box Headed to the sky tops, living up with my pops You ain't probably get it, but you bout to Certified sinner, I would live in hella doubtful When I say hella, homie, think of Jerry Hella, if you running ruthless, better get a douse too Big drip, homie, holy water flowing from me. It get ugly if you putting him below the money. I went to battle with the lamb, now it's getting bloody. Now we about to see the lamb full of milk and honey. Was in the mud till he covered me in holy water. At the well, took a sip of that holy water. All my sins were washed away in that holy water. They ain't never gonna get me out that holy water. Big drip, ooh, Brody splashing on him. Jerry KD, me and B the Splash Brothers. Took a sip from the stream, got my thirst. Quince, cup overflowing off the soul, now my shirt drenched. I'm drowning, I'm drowning in a pool of grace. Yeah. This fountain is found in the highest holy place. Yeah. Took a step out the boat, saw the waves crash. Didn't pray up in the session, so the waves crashed. Hand reached down through the ocean, got your dude saved. Now I'm passing around this holy water, Bobby Boucher. Now they think they only drip with the jewelry on the rocks. Holy water brought me change like Vaporeon. Big drip, homie, holy. 
Holy water flowing from me It get ugly if you putting him below the money I went to battle with the lamb Now it's getting bloody Now we about to see the lamb full of milk and honey Was in the mud till he covered me in holy water At the well took a sip of that holy water All my sins were washed away in that holy water They ain't never gonna get me out that holy water Y'all are bound to be baptized Yeah, I am that guy in my gift up, mad He the living water, so I took a drink from the stream. I just trying to build a team for the king. I just swimming in the holy water, looking for the lost and the sick. I'm the coast guard, throwing floaties. Grab a hold of God, want us in his palm. We the go for him. Michael Phelps arms on his back, he is strong like the clay step. Man, I jump away, we don't have to gas. PD Rose on him, I'm myself, make a bed. When we run for God, I know what we got. Holy water, God is riding in his yard. When we die, let me ride. Homie, holy water flowing from me It get ugly if you putting him below the money I went to battle with the lamb, now it's getting bloody Now we about to see the lamb full of milk and honey Was in the mud till he covered me in holy water At the well, took a sip of that holy water All my sins were washed away in that holy water They ain't never gonna get me out that holy water All right, that was Holy Water from BRM and Brody Da Vinci featuring Jared Sanders. As always, this featured song and breakdown is brought to you by Show Me Christ Records. Show Me Christ out in St. Louis, Missouri. Make sure you hit them up, support them. They're doing a lot of awesome things for the CHH culture. Check them out at showmechristrecords.com. Support the playlist, all that great stuff, um, and and help support the music that they're putting out, including their main artist over there, Jude. Uh, he's got some singles that have dropped, so check it out, showmechristrecords.com. So, Nate, we just listened to Holy Water. You got three really talented artists on this song. You got BRM. Uh, who has, you know, he's always working. He's he's pushing hard. You know, he's always looking to improve. You got Brody Da Vinci, who I know for us is kind of a newer artist. You know, we really got kind of hyped to him about the time that he did the challenge uh, with BRM, and they put out that first song that uh, talked to me together. That's when we kind of really started finding out about Brody Da Vinci. And then you've got one of the best lyricists within chh hands down and jared sanders all coming together to put this uh song together and i'm gonna be honest you know as soon as i saw jared sanders names on it the expectations for me went up and i know that you're a big fan of his as well what did you think of the track holy water man how would you break it down well i really enjoyed uh the this track i mean like you said, we really didn't know a whole lot about Brody Da Vinci before this challenge that BRM did. And I, what I've heard from him, I've been really impressed. Um, this track, Holy Water, obviously you bring on Jared Sanders, the expectations are high. Uh, I, but yes, um, you are right. I am a huge fan of Jared Sanders. I love, uh, good lyricists and hip hop and he's right up there. But as a whole, this song, that they really all complimented themselves really well. And the potential with having an artist like Jared Sanders featured is to kind of be overshadowed by that feature. And I thought overall as a whole, all three of these artists really brought their talents together and made this song really complete. The, um, this overall great the message, of course, um, was on point as well. I, I really, really, really did like uh, Holy Water. Yeah, man, and I'm gonna agree with you uh, on that for sure. Like, um, one, I'm, you know, I've heard quite a bit of BRM stuff to this point, and I could make the argument that this track right here is possibly the best that I've heard him do, as far as you know, as a as an artist. Um, like, I felt like he really stepped up, and like you said, you know. The, the fear there is that uh, Jared Sanders is going to jump on the track and, and just kind of outshine everybody. But the three of them, they just they blended really well together. I thought that they balanced each other out. They they played off of each other, and overall, it was a cohesive effort that really made this track shine and stand out. Uh, another thing that I would say is the production and the engineering on this track is 
super on point. Um, I'm gonna be honest. I sat down and I was doing some work for, um, you know, I'm in grad school, so I was doing some grad school work. I was doing some work on, you know, 520 on our site and, and whatnot. And I mean, I was at my desk for the better part of an hour and I just had this song on repeat, just listening to it. And it's so smooth. It's so just, just cleaned up so nicely that I had it on the entire time and I, it did not get old. It did not get bugged me. It wasn't like, okay, it's time to switch it to something else. Like it was just a very, very well done and easy to appreciate listening experience on my part. Right. I, I felt the same way. I mean, obviously as we're preparing for all this, we listened to the song several times and you know, after you listen to the same song after a while, you just kind of like, okay, let's just move on to something else. Take a break for a while or whatever. But this one is just, like you said, it's just that feel to it was so smooth and, and easy that it's something that you can continually listen to and it's not gonna, you're not gonna tire of it after all. Cause one, you got, like you've said, we've talked, mentioned several times here. Jerry Sanders lyrically is fantastic. BRM, he's been, um, doing really great things lately. And like, Again, Brody Da Vinci, really impressed by what he's bringing out. And as a whole, I mean, didn't know about this project until we learned about this song. But then I went through, after listening to the song, and listened to the whole project. And it's just a fun, you know, not a lot of, it's not heavy hitting. It's just one of those fun albums. And overall, this they BRM and Brody Da Vinci really shine on this project as a whole, too. So it's definitely something you need to go check out. Yeah, yeah, and if you guys are interested in knowing more about the full project, hit up uh, 520collective.com. Our guy David Eagles actually did a review for it as well, so you can kind of take a look, get David's uh, insights, get his thoughts on the album as a whole. But uh, but yeah, no, I mean, for like I said, I think the performances were on, were on point. The production was insane. Like I said, it's very rare that I listen really close to a production and don't find something to at least nitpick at. And this one, it was, it was just solid. I mean, there was not anything about it that bugged me at all. So definitely, uh, uh, a track that is up there for me whenever I'm keeping track of you. Okay. What are the, the songs that have stood out to me for this year? It's one that I think is going to make my list and it's going to make those choices to narrow it down to like a top 10 or so when we do our best of 2020, uh, a difficult choice to make. Uh, you know, Nate, one thing we always ask and I, and I already know the answer to it. So I feel silly asking, but we always say is, is a song playlist worthy obviously we have some options some different playlists that we can put tracks on here at 520 uh we know a lot of curators as well tell me man just go ahead and give me the answer that i know is coming but maybe tell me why uh this this would be is this song this is definitely playlist worthy it's definitely playlist worthy for the sauce Uh, like you said we have several different ones but we tend to uh, push the sauce as the premier playlist that we have it's definitely playlist worthy, and like I mean, we've gone over this a few times now, but this is one of those top to, beginning to end songs that is just very well put together. Production, the writing, everything just is on point, and it will definitely make an appearance on the sauce. That's what's up. So make sure you guys go and listen. Uh, you know, stream it, download all that good stuff. It is Holy Water, BRM, and Brody Da Vinci featuring Jed Sanders from the Twenty Seconds Project. Um, Nate, it is time we're we're going to jump into this month's industry insider interview. Had a chance to chop it up with the head dog from Culture Villains, Mister Travis James. It was a great conversation, man. I'm excited uh, for for people to be able to check it out. So, anything you want to say before we sign off and check out the interview? I just want to say, everybody, take care of yourselves out there. Hang in there. The, you know, press into God in this season and really see where he wants you to grow in your relationship with him. No doubt. Yeah, no doubt. He, he, there's, there's, you don't have to go find him. He's right there, ready to, to meet you right now. So take advantage of that and stick around after the, 
the uh, backside of this break. Check out our interview with Travis James from Culture Villains. And we will check you all next month in May for the next podcast. See you then. Hey guys, what's up? This is Eric with 520 Collective in the 520 Collective Podcast. I want to talk to you about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way possible to make a podcast. Let me break it down for you. One, it's free. That's right. No cost to use Anchor. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you. So if you want to get on platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and many, many more, then it's really, really easy, guys. You just set up an Anchor account at anchor.fm. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Again, make money, no minimum listeners. You're not going to find that anywhere else. It's everything you need to make a podcast, and it's all in one place. So go right now and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And make sure you let them know you heard it on 520 Collective Podcast. Welcome to this month's Industry Insider Interview, brought to you officially by bookkeeper247.com. What's up and welcome to this month's Industry Insider Interview. A big shout out to our guys at TheBookkeeper247.com for helping make this segment possible. Make sure you check out what they have going on over at their site. Once again, that's TheBookkeeper247.com. And joining me right now on the Track Stars Podcasting Network phone lines, he is um, kind of the the head honcho, the the big guru over at Culture Villains. They're coming off of a big year in 2019, and it's rolling right on into 2020. Um, so joining me right now, Mr. Travis James, what's going on, man? Nothing much. How's everything going with you? Ah oh, man, we're we're going well, man. Yeah, I know you guys have been uh, touring here lately, and we were lucky to be a small part of that, man. How has um how has the Incognito tour been? Oh, the Incognito tour has been great. Um, you know, this is probably uh, size wise the biggest tour we've put together. Um, you know, got it off the East Coast. Um, you know, we traveled uh, from Virginia to Texas, Atlanta. Uh, right now, we're on a hiatus. Um, you know, with the coronavirus and everything, uh, we actually postponed the tour, but uh, we're going to actually pick it back up once things settle down. Um, but, I mean, the tour's been great. I mean, we we had a huge show in Dallas, um, which was a new market for us as far as performing, um, but it was such a great turnout, so much great, so much great energy, um, artists, fans. Uh, it was just great all around. That's what's up, man. I, I mean, I know it seemed like you guys kind of took it up a notch with this tour. Um, you know, obviously, you know, we had the opportunity to get involved as a sponsor. I mean, what's what did you notice that was different about, you know, the, the shows that you guys have done to this point um, compared to maybe shows you did prior to this tour? Uh, I think the best comparison probably be last year with the preseason tour. Um, you know, last year was tough. We... I think the thing that we had uh, trouble with, um, just being transparent, um, we didn't get on a lot of tours. Um, you know, we were getting a dry spell with getting shows with different churches just based on different things with our music. So we decided instead of just, you know, waiting for somebody to invite us to their table to just build our own. You know, that's one thing I believe in. You know, don't wait for a seat, just build your own table. Uh, so last year we did the preseason tour. Uh, we took some lumps. Um, you know, we had some shows that really didn't have great turnouts, um, but we had some shows that were pretty solid. Uh, so we kind of learned from that and like where we want to target having our shows in, really honing in on our uh, analytics from streaming. Um, and then this year we used some of those lessons to put together, you know, the incognito tour. Uh, we were very grateful. Um, I had Johnny Jeff on board. He was real instrumental in helping me book things. Um, and we, we built relationships with different venues. So all that together, we kind of just targeted our areas better. Um, the promotion was better. Um, and I think just, you know, our individual fan bases uh, with the artists on Culture Villains has grown. So we're seeing a big turnout. People coming out, not only buying general admission tickets, 
but as well as our uh, VIP packages. So that's the biggest difference. The energy is there. And, you know, um, I don't know if you've ever been to a culture building show, but one thing we pride ourselves on is just having very high energy at our shows, nonstop, um, nonstop energy, nonstop partying. Um, we don't really like a lot of dry spells in our show. So um, that's one thing we've really had on this tour, and it's been great. Man, that's what's up. And, you know, you, you, uh, talked about the preseason tour. Obviously, you know, uh, the preseason, uh, collaboration album that you guys dropped last year, that was kind of the, the jump off. You know, it was, uh, CV Summers, all this stuff. Uh, but then you guys followed it up with, um, a lot of great releases from the individual artists, uh, Cam and Josh and Ye and these guys. Um, and man, it just seems like you guys took that momentum and you just kind of kept it going, uh, right into another year here. Uh, what's it like for you guys on, on your side? How are you seeing how you feel like stuff's going? You know, what, what do you got rolling right now? Um, yeah, things have been going good. Uh, you know, we, we wanted to take like, when it comes to culture films, we want to take everything in phases. So, um, we had phase one where we dropped uh, Ye's first project, Josh's first project, and then brought in Cam. Our phase two was basically preseason up until now. Um, so we wanted to take it up a notch, more videos, more content, more music. Um, so right now we're in phase three. Uh, which you're going to see new music from Cam coming real, real soon. Uh, new music from Josh coming real, real soon. Um, and and uh, we actually just wrapped up both projects in the recording process. So we're sending them both off to get mixed and mastered. And you should expect it very, very soon. Um, you should expect new music videos, um, a possible short film um, from Josh. So there's a lot in the works. We're taking it up a, another level. Um, so I'm really excited about these projects. Um, I guarantee you Cam has album of the year. I'll put him up against anybody's album. Album of the year. All right, man. Yeah, we're, we're going to look forward to that for sure. Well, man, I mean, I know that like the effort that you guys put in, you know, it definitely you know was paying dividends. Um, I mean, obviously, you know, I think you guys – you know, took it up a notch. I mean, you already were well known within the CHH space, but I think it, you took it even higher. Um, I know one thing that you guys, uh, was able to accomplish, you know, I was kind of, I had a small role in this as well, but I mean, being, uh, part of the next up list by DJ Jeremiah and track stars. I mean, it, when we were discussing that, it's like, man, we couldn't even just give it to, to one artist. I mean, you guys did so much and you're so tight knit that it was like, man, let's just say, culture villains they're up next you know uh how was uh getting you know highlighted or getting recognized in that way for you guys it was great uh you know we're definitely very gracious to be mentioned in that whole conversation just to be next up um you know when you think about how big our space is there's so many artists and i know artists that have been going at it for years just to get some sort of recognition or just to be noticed by fans um, outlets and different things like that so we never take it for granted when you know we get placed on a list or somebody shouts us out just because we know so many artists that are just hungry for that uh, definitely grateful yeah certainly certainly and guys once again join me on the track stars podcasting network phone line it is travis from culture villains so man i mean let, let's let's take it back let's take it back to, to kind of the beginning man because you know all this wouldn't be possible without some direction without some some foresight uh and some intentional you know decisions uh and i think that kind of you know from listening to you guys you know we've seen you on track stars we've seen you know we've got to interact with you guys a little bit and i think you know everyone kind of gives that credit right squarely at your feet man so so let's talk about how did you get get going with all this how did you know that hey culture feelings this is the right thing that i need to do <laughs> do you want the short story or the long story? Man, I'm here for it. So you, you tell me. All right. So I'm, I'm going to tell you from the start how Culture Villains got started. All right. So it started with me actually meeting JT and Ye. Um, so I actually used to date a girl who was friends with their mentor. So their mentor knew me. Then when JT worked on his first project, Rockstar JT, um, 
they came to me because they needed like a last second mix. And I was like doing mixing at that time. And that's how I met JT. We became friends. I became friends with Ye. And at the same time, I was over a ministry um, at Liberty University of Bridging the Gap Urban Ministries. And that same time, um, I met a whole bunch of artists through our artist development program. That's when I met Zar Josh. I met Romar Jesse. I met Eclesso. I met the producer Kilowatts. Eventually met Enzo Grand. Uh, so I met all of these guys within the same year. So um, I'm working with them, helping them develop as artists. And at the same time, I felt God like pulling me away from that ministry to actually start a movement um, for people who were similar to myself, where they don't necessarily, not, I'm not super churchy or anything like that, but I love the Lord and I'm real intentional with discipleship and just the Great Commission as a whole. But it looks different coming from me just because you won't see me in a suit dressed up on Sunday or anything like that. I'm, I'm tatted up. I have earrings. I have chains. So it, it just it just looks different. So um, that's where the culture building movement came from because you know in our culture Christians are always looked at as villains no matter what we do or say or where our heart is that we're always looked at as villains right. And then if you look different when you're delivering your message in some Christian circles you're kind of looked at as a villain just because it doesn't look like what the norm is. So that's where culture villains kind of. The whole idea started. The first person I told about it was Romar Jesse. And I was like, man, I'm thinking about having this movement. And he was just so excited about it. And um, so I, it wasn't even supposed to be like a production company or anything. It was just a movement. So um, God just began to unveil some things. And, you know, I went ahead and started a production company uh, because, you know, artist development was my passion. And the first artist, you know, I worked with was uh, Big K. And we were working on his Ruby Gone Shine project. So he was the first artist. Then um, Josh had all, Zar Josh had always been around me and we worked together on music. Um, so he was the next artist. Um, so from there, that's how we started. So We Gone Shine came out. There was a big success for Ye. Um, you know, the We Gone Shine single, it uh, was charting on the CHR charts, um, doing real well there. The project did real well. So culture really started to, you know, get known a little bit. Um, then, you know, Cam was always hanging around and I always had my eye and I was always helping him with his music. So we Cam and, and that's where we kind of took off because, and this is how, this is where preseason came about. Um, we had a whole bunch of singles because I was working with Cam, I was working with Josh, I was working with Ye. We had 13 singles and we didn't know what to do with them. So I said, hey, let's just put out a project with all of them. Two months later, you get preseason, and that's what it came about. So that's what led to the whole culture villains movement um, and creating it as a company. And it's something that we're we're, we're still growing. Um, you're going to see new people associated with culture villains in the future. Um, so yeah, that's it. That's a long story. That's what's up, man. I mean, you know, I think. It sounds like, man, if you want to be part of CHH, you got to go to Liberty. Is is basically what it comes down to. Is that? Liberty, am, am I right Liberty on that? Has so much talent. Like, like if if I was to go back, do you remember Gideon's Army? Yeah, they they're from Liberty. Um, there was a member of Everyday Process that went to Liberty. You have Humble Tip, uh, CJ King, uh, Mike Mike Farrar, uh, or Fair Michael Fair. He went to Liberty. Uh, there's so much talent that comes through there. And, you know, I've got to meet almost everybody that's come through there, um, which is, is which is great. Uh, but there's, there's even more talent coming up. Yeah, man. And if we go back even further, I mean, if you want to go way, way back, didn't, uh, did I say, didn't DC Talk start there? Yep. Oh, man. So, so um, artists, if you're thinking, man, I'm not getting any traction in this CHH thing, maybe enroll in Liberty and see what happens. <laughs> so, college. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no, no, like, um, so, so for those, those artists out there who, you know, have not, you know, got their roots in, in Liberty, what's, what's some advice that you would have just from a kind of a collective standpoint? Uh, I mean, what, what is the purpose? Like, why do these artists need to find, you know, their group of people like you guys have found with culture villains? What does it do for an artist? Uh, it builds a legitimate following. I mean, 
the biggest thing, and I, and I tell artists, if you really want to get yourself out there, you have to be present, you have to be visible, you have to be intentional. You know, when you think about big artists in mainstream, when they found their footing, it's because they found their fans and they engaged their fans and they were always visible and catered to their fans. Now, if you're in a small area, like let's just say a Liberty student who's doing music, get out and be visible amongst your peers. You know, put on your own shows. Like it, 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 it's possible. It's, it's easy. Like we've, we've only put up, put on our own shows in the past two years. Uh, speaking about CV. Um, so get out there, be visible, put on your own shows and give consistent content. You have to be consistent, uh, when it comes to music. Um, because as soon as, you know, you aren't consistent, people start to forget about you. So if you do those couple of things, you'll begin to, um, have people start to buy into what you're, uh, what you're selling them. Uh, I think those are, you know, the keys if you really want to find your footing in this thing. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I know that you were talking about we're going to see you guys maybe working with some new artists, and I'm not trying to, you know, get your inbox flooded with uh, people hitting you up for that. But can you just give us some insight? Like, if, if you are thinking about working with, you know, bringing in some new artists to work with, like, what is it that you are looking for? Um, someone that's authentic. Uh, one thing about uh, culture villains, like, we don't take shortcuts when it comes to growing. Um, you know, you, we all know people. <laughs> in the music industry who try to build their following using cloud chasing tactics um, one thing we're real big on is everything being organic no bought followers bought streams or any of that everything's organic you have to be authentic as an artist it has to be good music um, and you just have to be a good person I think that's one thing that is unique about us is all of us are friends when you think about culture governance you know we're all friends we're all close-knit before we even started working on music together. Uh, so those are big things. Um, I, I, I think if there was anything else, uh, somebody has great work ethic. That's one thing you need in the current music uh, climate. You have to have strong work ethic because there's a lot more you can do as independent artists now. But I think you have to you have to still work harder because you know social media is big now when it comes to music you can't just put it out and go about your business so work ethic is key definitely well and i think you uh obviously have found those traits with um with cam and with josh um you know when i talked to yay uh late in 2019 and we did a, an interview for the website you know he was saying how you know each member of cv has kind of their own thing that sets them apart like how do you view these guys like what is it that makes each one of them special you know within this space well i think when i talk when i think about cam um what sets cam apart is he reminds me of uh there's a rapper named ace hood and when you listen to ace hood you could always hear somebody that was hungry uh, within his music, it was just so motivational. I think that's what I think with Cam. Uh, when you listen to some of Cam's music, you can see his hunger and his want to make good music and want to impact people. Um, you hear it throughout his music, and I think that sets him apart. Uh, with Josh, I think there's a, such a sincerity in his music. Josh is probably one of the most innocent people you will ever meet in life. Um, and in his music, you can hear his innocence, you can hear his vulnerability. And I think that will always set him apart. He's so honest in his music. And with Ye, um, I think with Ye, what sets him apart, I don't think anybody raps like Ye. I think Ye has probably the most effortless, effortless flow, um, probably besides KB in our space. Um, he, I don't think anybody can, I don't think many people, and I think only KB can rap technically as well as Ye. Well, I mean, I, I agree with that, man. Uh, you know, what he did with Young Gohan is, um, man, that was an album. <laughs> That's all I can say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it came, that was, that was a very unique thing. Cause I'll tell you this, and this is a funny story. Um, so South by Southwest last year, uh, we were riding the South by Southwest, uh, coming off one of the preseason dates. Um, you had me, JT, Cam, Josh, and Ye and Senny in the car. So, well, an event. So we were listening to Young Gohan, and we were just feeling like, man, this isn't it. We if This wasn't where we wanted to go. Um, it sounded nothing like the final product. Um, so I was like, 
hey, Gabe, we're supposed to wrap this project after we get back from the South Side. I was like, you need to get in the booth or something. You need to get with a producer because it's just not where we want it to be. And everybody was agreeing that the project just wasn't where we wanted it to be yet. So when we got back from South by Southwest, Ye locked in with Enzo and Kilowatts uh, for three days. And the project ended up sounding what, what you hear now. Uh, so it was, it was, it was, it was a three day effort to revamp the project, win the studio. We wrapped it up and it was great. Like he really got in his bag. He really locked down and I, it's definitely his best work. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt about that. And I think the one thing is I'm listening to you tell that story and trying to put myself in the shoes of an artist that's perhaps listening. I mean, I think the thing I take away the most from that is just how you guys, it's not all just about, you know, um, man, let's, let's go and have fun. It's about accountability. It's about honesty with each other within the group. And I think, you know, there's some artists who just don't have that. And I think that's another reason why you look for those like-minded individuals. I mean, would you agree with that? Yeah, I would. I think uh, being able to take feedback is so crucial as an artist because, you know, if you're always looking for yeses, then you're not going to grow. You're not going to evolve as an artist. Um, but if you're looking for honest feedback, what you're going to get sometimes are hurt feelings, but for the most part, you're going to develop into a better artist. Before Cam got with us, Cam used to always send me references. And I lie to you not, for two months straight, every reference was terrible. Terrible. And I said, Cam, every song sounds the same. And next thing I knew, he sent me four of the, my favorite songs by him. And from there, he just hit his stride. And, you know, everyone has probably heard Cam's music is tremendously good. But right before he hit his stride, it was tremendously bad. So all this feedback will help you evolve. And you have to be open to it as an artist. You can't surround yourself with yes, man. You have to want to grow. Certainly, certainly. Um, so, man, I want to ask you a question. And, and if there's... You know, if there's just not an answer to this, that's, that's fine. Um, but, you know, obviously not very long after the release of Young Gohan, you know, Ye kind of made an announcement of, hey, you know, maybe I need to take a step back, whatever the case may be here. Um, is, is there any updates? Is there anything that we can kind of get from you as far as how Ye's doing, how we can be supportive of him or, or just what, what the outlook is um, at this point? Yeah, um... Gay is doing good. He's taking some time away. He's taking a year away to really focus on his spiritual health, his mental health, um, and just everything as a whole. Um, he's doing good. Um, you know, him and JT live literally three minutes from each other. So JT, you know, gets to speak to him more than every than everybody else, but he's doing good. Um, and I don't think you've heard the last of him, like he said. <laughs> he's 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 starting to he's starting to get back um to himself so um in due time everybody will hear from yay but he's doing good just keep him in prayer i think uh that's the biggest thing you know we see our artists out here and we listen to their music and we love them but uh there's a lot of stuff everybody battles behind closed doors um, so, you know, always keep your favorite artists, always keep your friends, um, in prayer. Yeah, no doubt. And I mean, you know, I know that we reached out to him just as a platform once he made the announcement and we were like, Hey, you know, first of all, we are praying for you. We're supportive of you. Um, and we're going to support you going forward, no matter what it is. And I think that's one of the cool things that we have, you know, within CHH is we have this opportunity to definitely take it beyond music. Um, and, and so hopefully, you know, people don't take that lightly at all for sure so definitely best wishes for him and we'll be looking forward to hopefully hearing more in the future no doubt so um but man let me let me uh kind of switch gears a little bit travis like you know I, I i know once again going back to you saying like hey you know we may be looking to work with some some different artists i'm not trying to ask you to tell us who those may be but what i do want to ask you is as you pay attention to what's going on specifically within independent Christian hip hop, what are some artists that just, uh, kind of have your attention right now? <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I'll, I'll be clear. Uh, my favorite artist um, in the indie game right now is definitely Senny. I love Senny. Um, I think Senny is going to be a star once she starts releasing music. Uh, so I definitely listen to him. Um, J. Crumb, definitely. J. Crumb is a monster lyrically. Uh, I think everybody is sleeping on him. Um, I'm glad he was a freshman this year. I think more people need to pay attention to him. Another guy everybody's sleeping on, King Chav. King Chav is another lyrical monster. Uh, I think everybody really needs to keep a close eye on him. Um, as far as indie, I think I think those are the major ones I listen to. I listen to them a lot. I listen to Call the Sack Collective. Uh, yeah, those are the people that have my ears. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, what do we expect from uh, from you guys? I know you kind of hit hit on it a little bit. I mean, is there any specifics that you can uh, drop for us as far as what the rest of twenty twenty is looking like for Culture Villains? What should we be preparing for? Uh, I think you'll get a Cam album right before the summer starts. I think you'll get a Josh project towards the end of the summer. Um, you'll get a short film along with that project. And we might have a new artist releasing music towards the fall. And we might start on preseason two in the winter. But that's what you're getting from the <laughs> There you go. There you go. <laughs> what 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 about for you so, personally, man? What what are you excited about for this year? Um, I just I think I'm excited for growth. Um I love uh how we're being more involved in the community of CHH. Um, so there have been a lot of relationships I've been making lately um, and people I've been meeting. Um, and the one thing that just stands out is just how great this community is. There's, you know, some people, if I can just give a shout out real quick, some people that I just love uh, to talk to that are great people like uh, Michael, Michael V, uh, Aaron Knight. She's such a great person. I love Aaron to death. Um, you know, Chad Horton, uh, Justin from Rapzilla. Um, those are all great people. Um, Nate, Nate Dog from Five Twenty. So, so those are people I just, uh, you know, have been drawn to, and I just love the community and meeting these new people. Yeah, well, I'm sure that Nate appreciates that, especially since he's old and ugly. So, um. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> but no, nah, man, no, that's what's up. That's what's up, man. So, if people want to make sure that they are. You know, not only keeping track of what's going on with you and with culture villains, but they want to um, have ways that they can show support. Like, how are they going to do that, man? Where do they need to be checking in on you guys? Where do they need to be following? All that good stuff. All right. If you want to keep in contact with culture villains, uh, go to www.culturevillains.com. Or if you want to make it simpler for you, um, you can text the word villain, V I L L A I N. Of the number 31996 you'll get all exclusive updates discount announcements everything um just text v-a v-i-l-l-a-i-n to 31996 that's what's up and with all the uh potential music on the way and this whole crazy uh having to shift around stuff for the this virus and everything you think we might get um some new new tour dates like in the fall possibly yeah, um, I can tell you right now, we're going to try as soon as as soon as things clear up with the coronavirus, we're going to reschedule the last uh, couple of dates of the Incognito tour. The venues are already on board. It just you know once everything cools down, we're just going to schedule it, and we're we're going to make it special. We're going to make Atlanta special. I'm working on some real good special guests, so uh, stay tuned on that. Um, and then probably we're going to do a tour for Cam's project in the fall. Uh, we might do a tour for Josh, but that's Josh might be getting married this fall. Um, he's working on the wedding date, um, but yeah, we're we're definitely going to be doing some more touring. So look out for that. For sure, man. We'll be excited for it. Keep uh, keep us looped in, man. If we got an opportunity to to get involved as a platform here at Five Twenty again, man, we'd we'd love to partner with you guys a second time, maybe even more in the future. You know. So. Of course, we're definitely grateful for you all. Like you all just play such a big part in our culture, and um, you know when you guys came into existence, uh, it was definitely refreshing. 
Oh, we appreciate that, no doubt, man, no doubt. I know, I know there's big things ahead and you guys have rocked with us from the beginning. So we are, uh, forever grateful for that, man, no doubt. Uh, well, Travis, man, I, I am very appreciative of you taking time out of your day to jump on the podcast with me and, and share just some of your insight. Um, I hope it's not the last time we get you on here, man. I'm gonna be honest with you. Hey, I look forward to the next time. Hopefully it's soon. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Well, hey, man, once again, thank you so much. Guys, go out, support Culture Villains. Um, they are doing very good things, and they are in it for the right reasons. So this is something you definitely want to get behind this movement. Uh, again, we want to give a shout-out to the TheBookkeeper247.com for sponsoring this interview, as well as all our other great podcast sponsors for this month. And we will be checking you guys uh, on the next pod. Thank you.